Sit around and watch that chill Cause nothing's on I changed the channels for an hour or two Twiddle my thumbs just for a bit I'm sick of all the same old shit In the house with unlocked doors And I'm fucking lazy Break my lip and close my eyes Take me away to paradise I'm born and born, I'm going blind And I smell like shit You do really smell like shit Take a shower before you come over to my house Next time before we board a podcast it's because that's, that's the story of my life for the last Nation. two weeks. <laughs> I'm Matt Cohen. <laughs> Welcome to Bagged and Boarded. Yes, Bagged and Boarded. Smoking my inspiration. Uh, what, what's been the story of your life for the past two weeks? Not showering? I've sit around and watch the tube, but nothing's on. And and masturbation, has masturbation yet? lost its fun yet? <laughs> it's getting there. So are you, are you, what do you move on to next, basket case? Oh, we're all topical tonight. Well, you get the it? Green, well, the Green Bay song, yes. No, I, I mean you would lose your mind. What's the next step of your the de-evolution of, she, of wifeless Jesse? Well, I hope I don't lose my mind this soon. I've got a ways to go. I think it would be funny for the air. If I lost my mind? Yes. And then record it? For like, you know what I would say? And people might... I may mm, lose my mind in mm, the process of this podcast. You never know. Do I say this? Do you say what? Will it offend me? No, not you. Oh. But like thousands, possibly millions of other people if they heard it. But uh, you know what I always said? You know what I always said? No, I don't. You know what would be... And I don't want to say fun because that makes it sound really fucked up. But you know what would be... Hey, Helmet. Are you okay, buddy? I'm talking to my dog. Uh, My name is not Helmet. It is now. You know what would be intriguing and I think eye-opening and like a a, a life-defining memory is if for a day you could be... Someone else? Retarded, or or crazy, or like schizophrenic, but have a consciousness to know that you're like. Can you imagine what? Because like, imagine what if they see like waterfalls and unicorns? Like that's the, that sounds like the greatest thing of all fucking time. Why? If crazy people see like delusional people who see shit, you wouldn't love to go through life talking to like a, a fucking imaginary rabbit. That's. But you believed in it though. You but you think about okay. I can understand where it could be troubling or horrible. You know what I mean? But no, it, it wouldn't be. But in this, it'd almost be worry free. In this, because it's like holy shit! I live in a world where rabbits talk to me. But that world is not real. But you don't know that if you're delusional. But you're saying it would be cool. I'm saying it would be. For me, no. For 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 an for a uh, a person of of standard intelligence. Are you above? I don't know. I didn't know how to say. I'm trying to word that. I don't want to say normal. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. For someone who, without mental, without birth defects, mental. Okay. Yes. I, I, yes. I understand birth. what you're saying. To have an outsider perspective, so it's like an out of body experience for a day. For a day, but you know, but you can remember shit. It's like tripping during that day. It's no after that. Oh. It's like it's like tripping. It's exactly like tripping, except I'm tripping on acid or mushrooms. You're tripping on like being mentally handicapped or being schizophrenic or being like. But what would that prove exactly? Wouldn't prove anything. So, why? Does, what does it have to prove? So why are you saying you would like to do that? Because you wouldn't like. 
you always hear about people who say they have vo- they hear voices in their heads, like yeah. serial killers and stuff. You can't imagine hearing a voice in your head that talks to you and thinking it like you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Wouldn't it be like? Aren't you kind of curious what it would be like to hear voices in your head? No, really, really. I'm extremely curious. <laughs> you would be, or like, I'm or not. like, wouldn't I be? I'm curious, like. What what if like you know mentally handicapped people see the world like a five year old like I would love to see the world for one day as a child again. Yes, that's different. I mean, like just because you're a child doesn't mean you're mentally handicapped. No, they like like I have a step uncle who's like in his fifties and they say he's got the, they they always say like oh they have the the learning capacity of a, a third grader or an eight year old. So I'm saying an eight year old is okay. like a mentally handicapped adult. <laughs> no, they're like an eight year old. What do you mean? An eight-year-old is not a mentally handicapped adult. But they have the same intelligence. No, they do not. As some of them. What? Okay. Like, my step-uncle, they say he's got the learning ability... Of an eight-year-old kid. Yes. But he's not an eight-year-old kid. No. Right. But therefore, an eight-year-old kid has the learning ability of a retarded 55-year-old man. Okay. So that means an eight-year-old kid is like it's like being a retarded dude. <laughs> No, it's not. You never watch kids. You never watch like four-year-old kids who like can entertain. They just run around and look at shit and talk to themselves. They're like retarded. That's because they're learning. They're like retarded. No, they're not. No, but retarded people learn every day. That's okay. You've never done acid or mushrooms, right? Right. Have you heard anything about like what the effects are from them? Here and there, yeah. Okay, here's the way I define it. It, You don't see shit. You don't. You're blind. No, I don't mean you, you motherfucker. <laughs> I mean you don't hallucinate. At least in my okay. in my in my experience, which is thorough, unfortunately. All right. Fish tour. I said that to someone once, and they went fish door. <laughs> I think it was in like a college class. I use that as an excuse a lot of times. Fish tour. Yeah. Regard- so you're blaming fish for your woes. Yeah. Regardless, um, you don't see things. What I would say is, okay, here's my first experience with. Can it. I ask you a question? Yeah. Why did you put out half a cigarette and grab a full one? I didn't know I was to put out half a cigarette. Okay. Um, Continue. Thank you for that observation, though. <laughs> Dick. Hey, buddy. Um, first time I ever tripped on mushrooms, everything was normal. Everything was normal. It wasn't working yet. And then I remember I walked outside my house, and there's a tree in my front lawn, and I bugged the fuck out. And not, <laughs> like, bugged out harder than I've ever bugged out in my life. And here's a tree? What, here's what the feeling is, yes. And it's not that you don't know what a tree is. It's not that you see, like, a dragon or you see like, wow, it's a crazy moving tree. It's like you're seeing a tree for the first time. You, it is what like you don't know what a tree is for a split second. There, you, you, your, your brain has to think of a, an explanation for what you're looking at, and that's why they say it opens up different doors of perception and alleyways in the mind and stuff, okay. because you're seeing things you see every day in a certain way, and and suddenly it's totally turned on its head. You can look at the same parachute. You know what I mean. Yeah, or I, even, I get what you're saying, but if you're a 55-year-old man that has the learning capability of an 8-year-old, it's not like you're seeing that for the first time. You've been seeing that for 55 years. For the first time every day for 55 years? No. What do you mean? An 8-year-old does not go out of the house and see the same Okay, so not an 8-year-old like a, like a fucking 2-year-old when you're still in the discovery mode. When you still this Every day you discover new shit. But not that you've seen. Like, you've seen that tree a million times. No, but after I saw that, yes, but okay, okay, but in that trip, after you see the tree, okay, then you know what a tree is. You learn. Yes. And then you don't, it's not like you forget what a tree is every time you trip. I understand that. 
So it's like that. It, it's it's that discovery. It's that moment of discovery that we rarely have as adults. Of seeing something in the world that, that is so off. Like, I had that a few weeks ago with the Manatees. A moment of like, a moment of my brain almost not believing it. Because I'd never seen anything, <laughs> in, I've never seen anything with my eyes that looked like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, I remember tripping and watching Discovery Channel. Bears freaked me out. <laughs> Because, like, if you look at all the animals, because they don't look like anything else. It's amazing. And I'm not, I'm like, and you know, you know, I'm like, I'm a big evolutionist and all that shit. It's so amazing that this planet created such diverse looking fucking, like, living things. You know what I mean? That there are bears and cockroaches. Like, what the fuck? Do you believe in aliens? Yeah, totally. And that's what I, my steez is like when I'm, when I, when I used to trip back in the day. Everything, all animals would almost look like aliens to me. From these manatees a couple weeks ago, and I wasn't under the influence of any uh, <laughs> drugs. Looked like aliens for the for the first minute. You, your your brain goes into that. Like if you ever saw a UFO, I feel like that'd be the same reaction. I gotta say no. You think you'd be scared? I don't know if you'd be scared, but it's I don't all, think it'd be the same. It's reaction. it's what the real definition of the word awesome means. Yes, I, I understand that. I think awesome is used way too much, but yeah. I overuse it, but you know what I mean? Yes. But like Eddie Izzard does a great skit about that, where he's talking about how like uh, when they go up to outer space, when they described outer space in the '60s or whatever, mm-hmm. they said, "What is it like?" And the guy said, "It's it's awesome." And that was before the now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if he said it now? Yeah. <laughs> like how awesome! Like an episode of Simpsons. Like, <laughs> but I I don't think it'd be the same thing. I mean. So that was the first time you had seen in person a manatee? Yes. Okay. That's not the same thing because you know that manatees exist. You've seen pictures. You've studied them in school. But your brain doesn't have proof. Like, yes, here's, it does. Here, no, no, no. It doesn't. It does not. Because, and I've, like, here's an, an old example. I forget who told me this and I forget what context it was in. But, like, you've seen pictures of China. Yes. You've seen movies set in China. Yes. You've seen TV documentaries about China. And it's a fact that China exists. I don't have to see it to know that it exists. But now we're going on a weird faith thing. Which is not what human... But so it's a animal. huge conspiracy to make me believe in China when no, China No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the nature of human beings. Animals don't have faith. My dog has no faith that I'm ever coming back. Every time I leave this... <laughs> but am I right? Every time yes, I leave this forever. apartment, he thinks I just abandoned him forever. Yes. And I come back and he goes, holy shit, he's back. And then if I leave again, he, like, he doesn't learn that. I understand he that, has yes. no faith that I'm coming back, even though no matter how much I love him and how much I feed him, all that, right? Faith is not an, an, a natural in, uh, reaction for animals, right? Okay. Humans are animals who created these mental constructs. You know, religion, God, all that other shit. Blah, 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 blah. Noises that go in double. <laughs> I got two computers on at the same time. Freak you out. You're like my dog. So... When you're tripping, you lose those constructs almost. Like, here's a really good example. First, this is going to be a weird example. One of the first times I tripped, I couldn't get over the fact, this this sounds so fucking weird, I've said this to a few people, that my parents, okay, before I say this, let me me explain a little bit. The the conception? No, no, no. Oh. So I grew up, all I know is my parents. I've never known my parents not married. Yeah, okay. I've never known my little brother not in the context of my little brother and my parents, yeah. right? When I was tripping for the first time, and I was sitting I was sitting with my parents and my little brother at dinner or something, and I was tripping because I'm an idiot, and they didn't know. And, <laughs> and, sure and I remember, they knew after I said this, <laughs> I went, I went, wait a minute, 
Because my mom said this years later. She's like, I knew you were high. I go, wait a minute. You and dad aren't related. And she went, what? And I went, like, there was a period of time in your life when you didn't know each other. It bugged the fuck out of me. I have a really, when I'm high on the hallucinogens, I, or when I used to be, I don't, do, I don't do drugs anymore. Mushrooms or, or LSD. I only smoke pot now. Oh, shit. But I used to have a really tough time. And this is every time I do mushrooms or, or, or LSD. I have a tough time with relationships among humans. It's almost like I get Asperger's syndrome. I can't understand how, like, like with my girl, I was dating a girl uh, last time, my ex-girlfriend or whatever. I tripped once while she was out of town, and I remember calling her and being confused how to talk to her. I didn't know if she was related to me or married to me or my girlfriend. It was, dude, it's the weirdest thing in the world. It break, It breaks down perception. Don't you think that sounds interesting for a little bit? I, I don't I don't know if I would want to try that. Because here's what I don't and this is like I don't really want to make this fucking drug cast. It's so stupid <laughs> and so opposite of the other podcast I'm working on right now. But but um I just it, oh, this is really stupid. I look I don't do any drugs. Anymore. I don't even drink alcohol. You know that. Yeah. Neither of us do. I just smoke pot. Like I, I pretty obviously smoke pot. I don't know. It's not really a fish tank, folks. It's it's a water pipe. <laughs> I think they know this. Regardless, um. I don't understand how certain people, and I'm not a proponent of booze, so this isn't really in the equation, but even, let's say put booze in there. I don't understand how someone could go through every day of their life sober, and I don't mean in the sense of needing to escape their problems, but never being able to get outside of their own mind. Never losing control of their own mind, because our minds are such powerful, such stressful, such horrible things. I can't understand how you go through every day dealing with everything. And never a chance of mental escape. But that's you. Am like, I weak because of that? I, I don't. I don't necessarily want to say weak. Uh, I, I. It's because you've lived such but, a different life. But the option is there, though. That's. Do you know what I mean? Not for everyone. You're talking about the money thing about for buying drugs. Oh no 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 no! I'm, I'm talking about maybe, maybe morally, the money thing I'm talking as about. in like 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 you handle your high pretty well. I would think... I don't really get high anymore. I think you do. You're just so used to it that it doesn't really... No, it's when I'm... You can tell when I'm, you can tell when I'm not high. I've never seen you not high, so I don't know. Yes, you have. When? On, like, our fucking... When is this going up? Tonight. On Musecast, Jason says that we worked out on the desert on that flick. So now it's like, we can talk okay. about it. On that fucking movie, when we worked, like, 16-hour days, there were stretches where I went, like, Eight nine hours there without getting high. I'm joking. Sixteen hours without getting <laughs> high. Like I wouldn't smoke while we worked. Right. I would smoke at night. You, I, I was sober then. So you can't tell the difference. Yeah, but I mean, we were busy. But it wasn't what, like we were just hanging, chilling. I mean, do I ever say things that you're like, "Wow, that's something like only a high person would say"? When I'm high with you, really? which is rarely. Wait, what do you mean? Explain that. This is, let's do the pot episode. Fuck it. Okay. In honor of... Did you hear about Obama's thing? Let, this is the... In, in April 420... Well, we'll do a 420 episode, but this is the pot episode because my dog likes it and everyone likes it. All right. And Did you hear about Obama's internet address the other night? No. Obama did an address where they took all the questions from solely internet-based sources, right? Um, eight out of the ten questions on the economy were, were about the legalization of marijuana. Eight out of ten questions on the budget were about the legalization of marijuana. It was like thirty out of fifty questions Obama got were all about pot. <laughs> like the country is turning. Yes, the tide is officially turning. Yes. More even go back five years ago. 
and the country is insanely pro pot now. Yeah. Now I spoke about this with 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 a, f- a close friend who's also a smoker. The legalization of marijuana does not help me. I want it to happen more than anything, but it's not going to benefit my life in any way. Okay. Do you understand? Yes. Can you see that? Yes. Because the real people who smoke pot don't really care about. Yes. I mean, I assume a cop's not going to knock on my front door right. and bust me. It's going to make it more expensive. Yes. So it, you know what I mean. So it doesn't really affect me, but it's if, if the government. I think it's good for the economy and for the country. I yes. really do. And if if we could, I would love to see more people smoke pot on a Friday night than <laughs> than they do drink booze. You know what I mean. I think it's a lot less risky to smoke pot than to drink. Well, I can go back to my standard fucking hokey joke. No, you know when a dude gets drunk, he fucking drives drunk and kills someone, and goes home and beats his wife. And a guy gets high, he fucking like goes home and watches reruns of like antique road shows and eats Cheetos. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's such a different. It's such the it's the opposite vibe. No, I agree. But it's, but like your wife, she doesn't drink, right? Uh, rarely. And she day. doesn't smoke pot. No, she doesn't smoke cigarettes. No, she she leads a fairly stressful life, as does everyone nowadays, especially with the economy and stuff. Yeah. What does she do to escape mentally? Nothing. Isn't that horrific? I mean, she comes home and attempts to relax, but when she attempts to relax, she has things on her mind that she has to do or that must be done. What do you do besides wanking it? I I, I mean, movies are kind of an escape for me. I smoke from time to time. I mean, I'm not not an everyday guy. I'm a maybe once, twice a month guy, but... It's weird. And you know what? Like, this might be a fairly... I don't mean to toot my own cock here. But this might be <laughs> this might be a fairly uh I don't know I don't I don't I can't even think of a word because I'm stoned ha uh enlightening pot because I'm I'm like getting, I'm at a point in my life where now I've been smoking pot almost every day for like fucking nine years okay and there's a point in every smoker's life where they ask themselves like why the fuck do I do this anymore because it's not like I get high anymore. It's not like I get high. I'm always trying to chase. A, I'm trying to chase a medium. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Sort of. I, I think you do get high. I'm no, sir. I'm. I get. I get. I get normal. If that makes any sense. It's normal to you now. Sober is low. If you want to think about it like that, because I because I spend my. That's life, what I'm saying. It's normal to I, you now. Being high is normal to you, so it doesn't feel like you're high. To my anymore. body, I'm saying. Yes. Okay. So and that happens to every stoner, to every smoker. There's a certain point where they become inured. Okay. To pot, I think Kevin mentioned it on a, on, a, on a smodcast. I mean, there's a certain point where if you smoke enough pot on a regular enough basis, it doesn't affect you anymore. I remember when I started smoking pot, I would get like fucking. It would be like I'd be like on acid. You lose your mind, dude. I used to draw these drawings for the first like, like dude. I used to do these drawings when I first started smoking pot and with a pen and paper. They'd be the most. <laughs> they'd be like like I remember being high and sitting in my room at night and being like smoking at my window out of a little pen bat I made and watching Gladiator and there's a vivid memory and drawing this drawing was based on the Colosseums and I drew every crack and every brick dude and as I'm drawing it like you know when you're doing something really good you don't want to almost jinx yourself yeah I'm going like alright like just don't fuck this up and this, this might be a masterpiece like just like <laughs> keep it going you know and like I drew like it was every. It was an entire fucking coliseum down to every crevice and every brick and every architectural detail. And I had never drawn so exact and amazing in my life. And I put the drawing down and I went to sleep. And I woke up in the morning. It was a fucking page of <laughs> doodly scribbles. It was one circle that I had scribbled around like five hundred times. Dude. I don't get like that anymore. Okay. I wish I could. You know what I mean. And that's why I think true stoners. 
there's a certain point where you stop, but there's a while there where everyone's chasing that first few highs. Because then there's that day where you smoke and it doesn't feel like that anymore and you're like, oh, it's over forever. And it is. And don't get me wrong. If I, I'm awake, I, I smoke as soon as I wake up, right? Okay. I really hope prospective employers. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I shouldn't really put the show on my resume anymore. <laughs> Whatever. So if I don't smoke, right? Let's say I have a busy day or like work when we worked on the movie. I don't smoke when I work. Okay. That's something I don't do just out of common respect for the workplace. Right. I just and honestly, it's not because I think I'd be impaired or put I'd do a lesser product. I'd get fucking tired. It's a long yeah. day working in movies. Right. So when I'm working, I don't smoke. But I'll smoke when I get home after a day of work, right? Mm-hmm. If you like, if the difference between smoking all day and waiting like eight hours to smoke is immense. Like if you if I go a weekend if I'm sick sometime and I like I don't smoke for a couple of days then you. I'll get high again. Yeah. You, you rebuild your tolerance the longer you don't smoke. I have friends who call it retiring. Well, they'll go every like year every year they'll go like three months without smoking at a certain point. So why don't you try that? Bored. Well, I mean, I may, I may if jobs come. I mean, I might in my next long job. Like the next time I go away yeah. for a movie, like we did in the desert, I'm not going to smoke at all. I think and try it out. Or, or at least not during the work on the weekend, maybe. But I really, I want to try to go a long stretch because I used to say it's stupid. I used to be like, I would love to go to Japan, but I tell people I can't because there's no pot there. Yeah, that's retarded. I can go a week without. <laughs> I can go. So why don't you? I don't know. I need a reason to. I feel like, which is a horrible excuse. Okay. Uh, okay. If you're not gonna give me a motherfucker. What? Nothing you say right now will make me stop smoking pot for a week. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm curious. Okay, go ahead. Um, I mean, you just sat here and gave a long diatribe about how it doesn't affect. Oh, it's a you. diatribe. Well, whatever. It, it doesn't really affect you as much anymore, and and all this, but you wish it would. So why would you not take two weeks? Save money. Because what am I supposed to smoke every two weeks? No, but I mean, like. Yes, but once I smoke in two weeks, it'll be back to this. It's not like your tolerance. See what I'm talking about? So if you didn't smoke for two weeks, and smoked. then you first smoked, you would feel exactly the same way. No, I would get super high. But yes. then the next time, I wouldn't. And then I'd have to wait two weeks again to get super high. Uh, uh, what do you mean? I don't think so. Yeah. If, if you were to wait two weeks... And smoke pot, I would get ridiculously stoned. For like four or five days, I feel. I would be stoned for five days from one session. No, 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 no. Oh, like, no, no fucking kept... way. No way. Dude. Really? No way. The amount of pot I smoke in a day? No way. My body is insanely immune to it. You got to think about it on, on terms of a physio- physiological level. You know what I mean? But if it doesn't do anything, why do you waste time? Why do you waste money? Why do you do it at all? It's a lifestyle. It's a, me- it's a mental addiction. It's, it's, why does I, don't, anyone... I don't think you can be addicted to pot. It's a mental addiction. You can be mentally addicted to cookies. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You can mentally... Yeah. That's what it is. It's a mental addiction. It's not a... You... You can be there. I'm physically addicted to pot as well. I get cranky. I get irritable. I like, you know what I mean. It's there's That's no because with, you're outside of there's no norm. withdrawal syndrome. That's what I'm saying. You don't shake and shit. No, but I I bug the fuck out. But that's mental. It's mental, yes. yes. But I, your brain is a part of your body, so I, I tend to think that is a physical symptom. You know what I mean? I like I take the stance that there are physical effects from pot. And I'm look. I'm not a proponent of pot for everyone. Like you know what I mean? No, it's not for everyone. I would. I like. I. I, I was gonna say I wish I never smoked pot to begin with, but I can't say that. But like, when like I have a friend, I have friends who'll be like, "Oh, I haven't smoked in a week." I'll be like, "Don't fucking smoke!" Like you win, just don't smoke. Like let this be the time you quit smoking pot forever. 
That's what I'm saying. If I could go a week, it's almost like, why would I smoke? But you smoke. You smoke to get high, correct? No. I smoke pot because I smoke. I smoke because I smoke. Does that make any sense? No. Why do you smoke cigarettes? I feel the need. Really? That's a physical addiction. Um, why do you eat? To live. You have to eat. That's not an addiction. That's a necessity. All right. Let me think of a good analogy. Uh, why do you have sex? Because it feels wonderful. So does smoking pot. You said you don't feel... You don't it, feel high, but it, it feels better than not smoking pot. It feels warm, if that makes any sense. <laughs> does that make any sense whatsoever? No. I think some stoners, if there are any stoners out there who know what I'm talking about... No, 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 Like, no. if I wake up... If I wake, if I wake up... Like I, I say this to people sometimes. I haven't really added this phrase. I use it in my own head. Like, I'll wake up and, you know, I'll be, like, tired and whatever, and I'll take that first hit of the day. And all of a sudden, it's that moment of, like... All right, my brain feels like nice, like everything's warm and like cozy now. It makes my brain cozy. So it does affect you, but not in the sense that I'm getting high. Of course, it affects me. I'm, I'm, in, I'm you know what I mean. It affects me in the sense that it brings me up to a, a level point which I usually maintain myself at. I'm not about getting high. I'm about maintaining a high. But you almost sound like you wish that was not the case. I wish a lot of things. Does this make any sense? I'm still on the same high I've been on since I'm 16 years old, and I'm just maintaining it. No. I just thought about that. That does not make any sense. Because when you were 16, you were probably fucked up. Yeah, but like, like there, there's been, there have been rare periods of there have been there have been rare periods of non-smoking since I'm 16 years old. So it's like I've been maintaining that same high. Like, rarely have I spent 24 hours with with non-pot mat. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever, ever made, made love, love on a couch? couch? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish you knew Tennessee. Okay, so you're high. Because uh, that is something you say. I said, only a high person would say that. Because that came out of nowhere. No, because you just we just got to do the whole Clarence Carter thing. Because you know how often, like every time we're driving, every time we pass Genesee the Street, Genesee Avenue, yeah. I, I do this with Josh. I would go, I go, Genesee, and he goes, Genesee, Genesee. Because take the song Tennessee. Or whenever I pass Tennessee, you know what I mean? That's what we're missing out on because you don't know it. Or like, you well, know, we, like, you know, you ever hear me say, We do the stroke. Game. I challenge you to a game of horseshoes. A game of horseshoes. Like, there's shit you're missing out on because you don't know that song. But there's shit that I know. Raza Alababa? Name it. Take nine. This room. <laughs> Good one. What was I saying? Okay, this is what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. If. If. Time travel was possible. Yes. Which I'm reading a very good book, by the way, right now called The Time Traveler's Wife. But Isn't that a girl book? No. Is it your wife's copy? No, I bought it. Really? I heard so much shit about it. I think it, it's on like the Oprah read. book list. But Is it on the Oprah book list? I have no idea. I would say it on the cover. Oh, I don't know. If My dog doesn't like you. If you could go back to 16 years old, knowing what you know now, Hello. would you start smoking? Would you do it? Is no. The exact same? But I would fucking be... Oh, no. If... My. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm saying specifically from the smoking oh, aspect. Uh, yes, of course you would do shit differently. God damn it. <laughs> I, I would do shit differently. I would look, Facebook would be a lot different these days. I'm supposed to torture. I'm being like, oh, really? Like, that's what you look like now. <laughs> um, hello, buddy. Would I not smoke pot? Uh, no, I would. Or as much. I would for reasons I'd rather not go into. 
like the same as you do now? Yeah, I, I I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a, a. I'm not gonna say my life revolves around pop. I'd rather have a life that involved pop and a life that didn't. But what if it involves something else? You're saying that now because that's and everything that came with it, though. Because if I didn't smoke pot, I would have never gotten fish, and I would have never traveled the country, and I never would have had certain experiences, and I never would have, you know, I never would have picked Burlington, Vermont, of all places to live in. I never would have met certain people. But you would have had different experiences. Yes, but they would have been nerdy experiences. Well, how do you know? Because I would have been sober. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I, I, how, how, okay, so same question for you. If you could go back in 16, would you smoke pot every day? I don't smoke pot every day. I'm saying would you do the opposite? Mm, no, I would not. Smoking my dog. I mean, like you said, I mean, I would do shit differently, but I don't, I don't think I would. That wouldn't be the more. that wouldn't be the major thing I would change in my life. There, I, I wouldn't change anything in my life to tell you the truth. If I could go back to sixteen years old, I you would do everything exactly the same because it would get me to the place I am now. If we're going with that time, if we're going so do you love where you are now? Yeah, yeah, totally. I never dreamed in a million years I'd be where I am now. God, I wish I had that feeling. Never in a million fucking years. Like, there, there, there's there's, mo- there's moments in every single week where, where I have to be like... That's really happening. 16... No, that's my... You've heard me say it. Yeah. 16-year-old Matt wouldn't believe this. Yeah. And that, that's what I'm saying. If I went back to 16 and changed one fucking thing, you know what I mean? Maybe I had chicken for dinner once instead of roast beef. <laughs> Who knows where I'd be right now? So I, I really wouldn't change a thing. That's like that whole fucking question, though. If we're going into time travel, that's funny. I wanted to do a hypothetical episode. Because we're working all kind of shit into this. No, episode. I wanted to do, like, like if I like if you could go back, you always hear people say, if I had a time machine, I'd go back in time and kill Hitler. Yeah, but then it means I wouldn't be born. Not necessarily. Yes, it does. Why? It's that dinosaur fucking thing. Like every single thing has a chain. Every single thing affects every other single thing in the world. The fuck does that have to do with dinosaur? Like uh, the sound of thunder, the fucking that that famous short story where the, the guys go back in time. Oh. And the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they step on the they step on the dinosaur or they kill the fucking Oh I wouldn't change a thing, dude. And like and that's horrible to say that you would that you wouldn't stop the Holocaust if you had the power. That's very selfish, but like you know what? I love my family, I love I love my life, I love my family's life. I I think I like I like the world. I wouldn't change I wouldn't change anything. I really wouldn't. You read enough X Men comics to know this, sir. Like you can't fuck with it. You can't fuck with the past because it fucks the future. That's really good. What if it helps the future? What if? What if? What if? But what if it fucking? What if it destroys it? Can you really take that risk? Is the future not good enough? Is it broke? Is it so broke right now in the present that you need to fix it? Okay. Hypothetically. Okay. Fifty years from now. Okay, I'm sitting. There is a time machine. I think it works. Yeah. Someone traveled back into the 30s and 40s and did something to help Hitler. To help Hitler? To become who he was. Okay. What if that would have never happened? What do you... What? (laughs) You're not saying Hitler... The only reason Hitler existed is because someone traveled back in time. No, not, not that he existed, but that he came to power. Hitler's rise to power is due to a time traveler? Hypothetically. Okay. So the Would only, I time travel back and stop that time traveler? No, 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 no. The, the, only, the only way that happened was because somebody went back into time, not specifically to make that happen, but did something 
that ultimately caused that to happen. You follow? Okay. Yeah. So if it's not that, we're not living in the true universe. That's is what, what you're saying. saying. What if? What, do I give a fuck? <laughs> but <laughs> you're saying that you could destroy it, or you could help it, or you could make it better, or you could not. How do you know that it's better now than it could have been? You just went to like a crazy <laughs> fucking place. You just ruined the movie, is what you did. If we were watching, what if we were watching a, t- a sci-fi time travel movie, you you just did the moment where people are like, "Ah, oh, fuck you," and they start eating popcorn. I have. I know you got your time travel. Yeah, I, tr- I tried to write a time travel movie. See, that I, doesn't make so... any fucking sense whatsoever. Why? What if? What? Who gives a fuck? Does that change the current reality? But we're talking. We're talking hypothetically. Okay. You're saying that you would not go back and change anything because it could fuck up the world. Okay. I'm saying in fifty to hundred years from now, there's a time machine that somebody has already. But that would have already happened. Yes. To our world. Yes. So I wouldn't fuck up the world. Yes. So our world would be the world that that guy already fucked up, but we wouldn't know because it would be the right but world. But at some for us. point, somebody was saying exactly the same thing you're saying. Good now. for them, and they and were they the went dicks. Back and anyway. they were the dicks who took the fucking chance to fuck up time. Yes. We're, we're lucky it worked out for us. But you're happy about it. You, you, right now, you See, are... See, my dog is barking. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to hit him. Right now, right now, you are happy with your life, correct? You said you would not change a thing. Yes, I have a dog. What if that guy would not have went back and everybody could be happy with their life right now? Not just you. So I should sacrifice my life for the lives of everyone else. You wouldn't do that. Would I really do that? If... If, if Wait, somebody, let's do hypotheticals. Would I murder myself for the world? Yes. Really? I'm asking, would you? I don't think so. That's mighty selfish of you. Would you? Yes, I would. Because here's my... Hear me out on this. This is going to sound fucked up. I shouldn't lay oh. down. <laughs> we have a microphone. This is going to sound fucked up, but like... Uh, I'm big into the animal thing, especially since I've had this dog. I've okay. been, the theory that humans are just basically glorified fucking animals that learn how to use sticks and talk and shit, right? Okay. Guilt is a human emotion. The world as we know it is exists only in our heads. Think about it this way. No. Think about it this way. Think about it this way. I'm always smoking pot, right? Okay. So the world I live in... It's a different world than you live in. No, it's not. What do you mean? I see things entirely differently. To you. But the world is the world it's, the way it's, it is. It's, sub, sub, it's not it's different. Subject, it's the same world. It's subjective. No, it's How do you know that? You. We're going back to the China thing. How do you no, know that it's that? Because it exists Why are these, these universal truths? Okay. That's faith. That's faith you're giving it. This How pack, do you know that if no. you died, the world wouldn't stop existing? This pack of cigarettes here. You see it? If I would not have went and bought this pack of cigarettes before I went here, they would still exist. How do you know I that? I just wouldn't have them. How do you know that? Because they were there. How do you know they were there if you didn't see them there? Because, because they're fucking This is there. Zen philosophy, motherfucker. No, it's, it's... What if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to hear it? Does it make a sound? Yes. No. How? What sound? Who's hearing it? Whether you hear it or not, it made the sound. How do you know? Where's the proof? This is faith. Jesus. Now we're going into my thing that's I'm against religion. You keep saying Jesus. No, exactly. it has nothing to do with religion. It does. It has to do with faith. Faith is not the same thing. Do you see... What, I believe in faith. I don't believe in religion. You can't believe in faith. Faith, would faith be, is an actual thing. Faith, yes. People have faith in it. Religion is man-made. I understand that. Okay. Okay. But your, your faith is man-made, is what I'm saying. No. Why do you... Why do you I, I think China exists. <laughs> of course I do. But it's not because I have faith. They're intelligent and rational reasons. 
so you know China exists. Exactly, but it for it's not it's not based on faith, sir. It's based on fact. It's not based on fact. It's based on what we perceive to be true, right? No. Stop oh. making sudden movements. <laughs> okay. Um. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. Ready? Watch this. Let's hypothetically. Let's say the entire universe exists only in my head. And you don't know this because you're a construct of it. You're a conscious construct of this universe that exists in my so head. So I don't exist, but I think I do. Yes. Okay. Everyone in the world thinks they do. They're all living their separate lives right now, but it's only for my purpose. Okay. And don't think that I've thought this before, because I haven't. <laughs> uh, if I die, the universe ceases to be. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go. Let's extrapolate. Forget that whole the universe only exists for my purpose. Okay. You wake up every day and you see things with your eyes, but you, you don't see you know you know there's someone fucking right now in Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Do you know that? No. Exactly. I don't know that either, right? So for all purposes, they're not. But they exist. Whether they're fucking or not, whoever you We're not talking about existing anymore. We're talking about we're talking about things. We're talking about, I, like, watch this, ready? If I die, well, who's to say the universe doesn't blink out of existence? In my <laughs> mind. And this is going back to why I wouldn't martyr myself for the world. I, I completely lost that part of the train of thought, right? Because I would be like, because here's your thought, your, what your rationale is. You'd be like, Mr. President Cohen. Well, yes, we call you Mr. President Cohen. <laughs> Mr. President we, 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 there's five seconds to doomsday. You're the only one who can save the world. You must incinerate yourself on the top of the Eiffel Tower to deflect the meteor. Will you do it? And then I'm like, holy shit. If I don't do this right now, everyone I love and everything I know will not exist. And that will make me feel horrible. You won't feel anything because you won't exist. Exactly. That's why who the fuck cares? Because it's not just you. But how do you know that? It is just you for your own brain, though. Your no, brain no, thinks it is. No, it does not. What do you mean? Okay. You think if you're on a sinking fucking boat, your 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 natural instinct is to save others? That's a little different. Your brain is just nature. Your brain is instinct. Your brain is a million years of, of human evolution packaged into a computer. Your brain is model version 80 of the newest MacBook. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but... You're looking at it from just you. As opposed to what? But how can you look at it any other way? I'm just one person. I understand that. I am just But you me. are not the only person. But I am. But in my life, I am. No. Explain. Okay. Let me give you this quick one. Okay. Here's my... Okay. I'm, this might explain my theory a little bit better. People always talk about... I like, understand. What do you want to do when you're... What do you want to... How do you want to be buried or whatever? Okay. I... Don't care. Rape my fucking ear. <laughs> String me up from Times Square. Um, cut me up and throw me into the ocean. Fucking have a sitcom starring me. I will be dead. Yes. I will not be concerned. I understand that. Much like, and this is really, really super selfish. This is the most selfish thing ever, but it's honest. My dead brain won't be concerned with the world's, how the world is once it's not here anymore. Yes. Okay. On, on that same point. I eat my dog's head. I think yeah. everyone knows what? that I want to create a baby no. with me, and I keep telling you it's not physically possible. I want to make movies. Regardless, I want to make music. how hard you push. 
Not, you want to make music now? Are you back on that? I've, I've always wanted to make music. But I thought you stopped for a little bit. Well, get with Bobby J. <laughs> Regardless, I want to create. Not because I think it's cool, or not because I want to make a lot of money. Because you want blowjobs. That's my way of communicating. From Puerto Rican dudes. I would like to be remembered when I die. Really? Yes. I'm all about the now. Well, Is that yes. why you want to create? It's not the only reason. But I would rather be known while I'm alive than remembered while I'd I, rather be infamous while alive than than remembered while I'm dead. I'll tell you I'll tell you what what would satisfy me, and this is it. I do not want people to bow down in front of a statue of me. But if I'm dead for fifty years and somebody watches my movie and says, That was pretty good. That's what I would like to have. I would rather see reviews in the paper while I'm alive than people yeah, saying me my too. movie's good. I don't care about my legacy. Look, when I have kids, I'm sure things will change and your entire life changes about your kids and stuff. And as far as, like, you know, passing everything to them. But but from a very selfish standpoint, like, once I'm dead, I don't give a fuck. Yes, but... About my legacy. Dead, before... Okay. All that being said about what I would like to happen with me, my life, how I would like things to go. If somebody... If Mephisto came to me right now... And he was like... And said... Hello, Jesse. Let me make you an offer you yes. can't refuse. Well, I could refuse it. No, you shan't, though. <laughs> what am I offering? Quick whisper. I'll do it in Mephisto voice. I, I, it's, it's kind of long. Just quick whisper. Dude, semi, sum it up and I'll try to guess. I would have to not be born for things to be greater than they are. Okay. I have a one more day offer for you, <laughs> Jeffy. What if we went back before Mr. and Mrs. Rivers ever met? And instead of you being born, there was a girl, Jessica Rivers. <laughs> and the world, the world was better for it. Hunger was cured, and AIDS never existed, and uh, cheers never got canceled. <laughs> and, you know, everything was just generally good. There was, you know, free food, and everyone was happy. Will you take the author of Never Existing for the world's benefit? I would take it. You are a liar. How could you not? Though? Are you fucking serious? For my life to never exist? How would I know? You would want to not exist? It doesn't matter how you would know. For whose fucking benefit? Everyone. Who cares everyone. Fuck about everyone? <laughs> I care about my family and my friends. Life, life is short. And life is fucking short, dude. Yes, it is. Life is short and precious and you have to fucking... So... With, with saying saying that life is short, you are willing to live for say forty years. Let's say you die in a car wreck for forty. Fuck you. <laughs> you are willing to live for forty years, and because of that, that okay, forty years of you living, yeah, because you want to selfishly self, selfishly be you. Everything I want to selfishly have. A, I want to selfishly exist. If it doesn't change anything, no. What do you mean if it doesn't change? If, if you not existing changes the world, made this a utopia. We're going to the Donnie Darko fucking conundrum right now. Okay. Different with my family. What do you mean? Different. Donnie Darko sacrificed his own life to save the actual lives of his mother and his sister and his father. And okay, that's not. I'm talking about the entire world. Yeah, I'd rather save my family the entire world. I don't give a fuck about. But you. your family would be. If included. the entire world is not going to exist, my family won't care. Because they won't exist. That's not the point. The, the, the point is not... Wait a minute. You just said better. And not, you, I didn't... Wait. Mephisto didn't say, if you don't exist, then the world... He didn't say that the world's not going to exist now. What? 
What are you talking about? Okay. This hypothetical was, if you could go back and not be born, it would be a better world. Yes. You were just talking about my, my, fa- like my family and... No, I'm talking about better world. For who? For everyone. Okay. No war. Peace. I, world peace. That's awesome. Yes, it is. I wouldn't fucking do it. I like I like existing, sir. Are you serious? I, I'm, it's Are not you a like sacrifice. fighting me for wanting to be alive? No, I'm just. It, it blows my mind that you would be that selfish. Really? Yes. I am not ready to die for anyone, except except my parents. Maybe. Okay, you would be dying for your parents and everyone else. No, if it's the everyone else scenario, we're all fucking going anyway. So like, let's just go. Let's have a fucking party. Let's all go together. If the world is ending, the world is ending. The world is not ending. The world is ending for you. You are ending. But it's not even like I'm killing... It's not even like I'm not existing. It's not like the world is about to end and I'm doing this. It's like the world is fine right now. How could it get better? You just said if there were meteors headed toward Earth ready to end time and you were the only one that could stop it by martyring yourself, you would not do it. Did I really say that? Yes. (laughs) Like 10 minutes ago. That makes sense. I'll go with that. Because look, it's, it's it's a subjective, personal thing. Like, I'll be a dick, yes, but I'll be dead, so I won't, I won't feel bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you feel. What do you mean? It's not all about you. You're coming off like a selfish asshole right now. You know that? <sighs> well, let me, okay, you're insane. What if, in 20 years, you fucking invent the cure for cancer? This, and you suddenly blink yourself out of existence for the hypothetical chance that it would make the world a little bit better? But Mephisto just told me that if I did not exist, AIDS Here's a counter-offer for you, Jesse. Go ahead. With that same offer included, I will let you know that if you exist, if you don't take my offer, in 30 years, you will invent a cure for cancer, which will save millions of lives. But realize, the next 30 years will be the worst years the Earth has ever seen. War and devastation and pestilence. But the lives you will wind up saving will outweigh the lives lost in the next 30 years in the course of five years. <laughs> five million people will die in the next 30 years, but you will save 15 million lives in five years if you wait. That's different. Yeah, no, no, oh. no, 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 you're going. Oh. No, now you, now you're contradicting you yourself. Explain. You're saying if, if, if I exist... The world will be horrible with war and pestilence, but only 5 million people will die? But if I, if I exist, then I will save 15 because I cure cancer? That later, doesn't make any later sense. Later, though. Yes. Are you willing to kill 5 million to save 15 million? Yes. Now it's Osmandius-type shit. Yeah. Are you willing to kill 5 million to save 15 million? Yes. No, I'm willing to kill everyone before I'm willing to pick a certain... An, an, and I, I, I want to ask you this. And then, I, do you I see may, what I mean I, on that? I, I How that's not sure. selfish? But because I'm, I'm, I'm not, pre- I'm not prepared to sacrifice any life except everyone's lives. Okay, and okay, well then I probably don't even have to ask you the question. What are you and saying? I'm probably shooting myself in the foot by asking it. Go for it. Um, if you, Mephisto came to you and you I, you do the voice. No, come on, people want to hear it. I don't okay. try. No, you well, your I, version I, of Mephisto. I just, just want to explain Mephisto it. from Alabama. Go, just, just let me explain just do it in the voice. It makes it so much better. I, I I don't know the offer. I just want to give okay, you. Okay, but so do it in the voice then. If someone <laughs> came to you and said, "If you die, 
The world is grand. Scaring the dog. <laughs> if Jesse dies, you live. But the world is horrible. Who dies? Wait, that makes no fucking sense whatsoever. No, you're saying that you would not sacrifice yourself to save everyone. But I would, would say... You ex- would you expect people to sacrifice themselves to save you? No. But you would want that? No. Not making any sense. I would want... Every, I, would, I, would, I, would ex- I would hope that people would be just as selfish as I am. <laughs> I assume... Maybe that's my problem, that I assume people are just as selfish as I am. So the Scenario. Re- so like, the reason... Like, God invited to a girl's birthday party. Told her I was going to go last minute. Got I didn't feel like going, right? I didn't call her and tell her, though. She got really upset. And this wasn't someone I was close friends with, but she got really upset, and I got pissed almost. I was like, why are you so fucking upset? She was like, because I wanted you to be there. And boom, that's when my brain stopped, because I can't understand why people would want me to be there. So I don't you're saying that you're not say. important enough. Is that what you're saying? That no. you don't feel like you're important enough no, to other people? Feel, no, not at all. Likeable. I'm a dick. I'm a selfish dick. But I assume people that act in kind. Why would anyone want to save me? That's not what I'm asking. What are you asking? I'm not saying what, what would you expect. Okay. I'm saying what would you want? What would I want? Yes. I, w- I would want everyone to act according to their own fucking ideals. No, about you. What are you talking about? You're bad if, at that. If, if I came to you and said, Matt, you're going to die tomorrow. Okay. But if I kill myself tonight... You will live to be a hundred. I wouldn't want you to do that. I'd rather die tomorrow. So you would rather die tomorrow to save me, but you wouldn't rather die tomorrow to save the world. Yeah, totally. I told you I can't do it on an individual level. I can't make a Sophie's choice, but I can make an Earth choice. What? I'd rather kill everyone than kill one person. Does that make any sense? No. Because I'm not I can't I know I don't I couldn't do that. I can't put one. But you're doing that. I can't put one life above another. But the life, even my own. But that means I can't put one life below another either. Even my own. Does that make any sense? All if all life is equal to me, then I if all life is equal to me, right? Yes, I follow. I wouldn't want you to die to save my life. In the same sense, can you understand how I wouldn't kill myself to save your life? Mine, yes. No, I would kill myself this... No, well, not, maybe not you because we're just friends. <laughs> but my parents... Do you, okay, on an individual level, yes, I will make a sacrifice. If, but on a global level, no. That doesn't make a shred of sense. Really? So you would kill yourself to save your mom and dad, but you would not kill yourself to save your mom and dad and everyone else. Yes. That makes no sense whatsoever. Why? You're willing to kill yourself to save two people. Yes. But you're not willing to save yourself, to kill yourself for everyone, including those two people. Oh, are we including them yes. now? Well, if you're going to include them, then yes. But that's still, take them out of the equation and no. So you'd rather say... And my brother and like my two, close friends. Okay, you'd rather say five lives in particular than five million people you do not know. But what am I? I'm sacrificing my own life to do so. Yes. I I will never get. The, if you were to call your mom right now and say, "Mom, I'm sorry, but something has come up. <laughs> I'm gonna have to die, but this is why." And she believes you that you were dying for an honorable reason to save millions. And I don't think she people. would. I don't think that would make her happy. I disagree. I don't. I know my parents. My, I guarantee you, my parents feel the same exact way. 
It's maybe maybe I just come from a closed family, sir. Or a <laughs> a I, closed. My family. parents would kill everyone in the world to save my life. I've got to go to the bathroom. Are you serious? Yes. You got to take a piss. Yes. Word. You're fucking. So I shall return. Long John Johnson. <laughs> We're gonna have this conversation <laughs> in the fucking. You really gonna take a piss right now? Yes, I'll be right back. Do you want me to pause it? Sure. For real? How am I? Come here. I'm not gonna fucking pause it, dude. We got like 15 more minutes. Just take a quick piss. Okay, I'll be right back. You're, I can't, all right. This is really unprofessional, but. <laughs> Jesse, uh, motherfucker. Come here, sit, helmet. Sit. Sorry, folks. Jesse went to take a fucking piss. I apologize. Um, I don't know uh, how you felt after that conversation. It got kind of heated. Not heated in a, in a negative way or a confrontational way, but an emotional way. Kind of happens from time to time. Um, maybe that's why Jesse had to relieve his bladder. You know what I mean? The stress has got too much. Uh, you heard my dog barking in the background there. His name is Helmut, and he hates Jesse because he's a racist. Not Jesse's not a racist. My dog is a racist. Oh, you're done with your piss, motherfucker? You back? Yeah, man. That was the best piss I ever took. Well, I'm glad. Can we can we sit down and continue the podcast now? Yeah, let's do this. Come on. What was we talking about? We were discussing, uh, like, murdering and the nature of the universe and heavy, heavy shit. Uh, I kind of want to get off of it, though. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like sometimes we, we tend to lean towards the modeling, Jess. Not that that's a bad thing because, you know, I think that's a mature thing. But, you know, people don't necessarily listen to our show to uh, gain insight to the universe, you know? Yeah, they want to hear about Superman and Batman and all the Wonder Woman and the Justice League of America International. Exactly. They want to hear about comics. So, um, what have you been reading lately? Oh, man, you know, I took that break from comics. So, I've been reading what you give me to borrow. Like, Old Man Logan, that's my favorite book in comics right now. I like Old Man Logan, too. You know who I have a newfound? It's not really newfound, because I've, I've always loved the character. But fucking Deadpool, man, has been popping up in some random Marvel books lately. Um, like, he popped up in X-Men, was it X-Force, Cable, Messiah War, or it was something, something involving the, the baby, where Deadpool was in the future, and, uh, it was awesome. I love the fact that Deadpool and Logan refer to each other on a first name basis. Yeah, Wade and Logan, you know, Deadpool and Wolverine, cause they were in Weapon X together, up in Canada. That's right, Jesse, up in Canada. That's, they, they were in the Weapon X program, which was part of uh, the Canadian military's uh, secret service, you know what I mean? Uh, their first mission was fighting one to go, yeah, I know that. I read that comic a long time ago. That's nice, Jess. So what, what else has been going on in comics lately? Uh, what else are you reading that's any good? Oh, you were telling me about that book Top Ten the other day. You know, the spinoff of that. Well, it ain't really a spinoff, is it? No, 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 it's not really a spinoff. Um, for those of you who aren't familiar with it, Top Ten was a book written by Mr. Alan Moore of Watchmen fame, came out about, oh, Jess, what would you say, five? Five years now? Yeah, I think five years. All right, so about five years ago it came out, and it is basically, a, imagine a world, if you will, imagine a world, if you will, uh, where everyone has superpowers. It's kind of like that Treehouse of Horror episode of Simpsons, so everyone's got superpowers, and the top ten are the... Uh, Policemen of the world, so they they police a world in which everyone has powers, you know. So that means everyone from 
the smallest school child to the oldest lady to your butcher, your priest, uh, your rabbi, whatever religion you're into. Regardless, everyone's got powers. And the top ten are the police that that uh, police <laughs> this world. And Alan Moore did uh, two trades worth of books. And there was a spinoff called Smacks, which took his lead character, Jeff Smacks, and uh, the incestuous character, Jeff Smacks. What does incestuous mean? That means when a brother and sister or a mother and father or any two family members, you know, um, engage in sexual relations. Oh, I heard about that. I bet you have, Alabama man. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Jess. You know I love you. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, he did the spinoff Smacks, which starred Smacks and Toy Box. And now, Alan Moore has handed the reins over to the layout artist from the first series, Xander Cannon, who is a very cool dude and to Gene Ha, and they are currently involved in Top 10 Season 2, which is being put out by America's Best Comics, which no longer has the Vertigo imprint at all. So I guess they're just self-producing now, which is kind of cool. I didn't realize they were. But again, a Top 10 is one of my favorite books. Uh, Wizard, a few years ago, ranked Top 10. I believe it's Volume 2, Issue 3 is the number one single-issue comic of all time. It's an issue... Uh, it's kind of about it, it's 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 about mortality. It's about death, but told through the eyes of a giant, eighty foot lizard dragon thing and a teleporting superhero. And it's it's kind of amazing. I mean, I I challenge you to read that issue, and I may be wrong on the exact number, but I challenge you to read that issue of top ten, and not if not cry to not feel something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love when comic books have that effect on me. You know, when they all about the capes and the the bad guys and the razzmatazz. When they get to some deep emotional level, you know? Exactly, Jess, which which is something, you know, ever since, I, I think, post-Identity Crisis, the Brad Meltzer book, I think comics have, have you know, treaded in, the, in fairly adult territory. And I haven't been let down, you know? I mean, there's there's been moments where my interest has waned, but actually, I mean, to tell you, you want to hear something funny, Jess? Yeah, I love funny stuff. Well, you know, I'm, I don't know, a few months back, I guess, I was actually considering giving up comics. Um, and if anything, since I've been busier, my interest has, has increased rather than waned, you know what I mean? As I find myself uh, busier during the day, the time I get to enjoy my comics, which, I mean, I used to blow through them on an hour on a Wednesday. You know, I'd buy, I'd buy fucking 20 books and, and finish them in an hour and be done till next Wednesday. Now, I have books that linger week, you know, week to week to week, which I have to get through. I always have a stack of comics, which is kind of awesome, you know? I mean, it's never that... Sit down, kamikaze, kami, kamikaze, kamikaze. <laughs> That's a easy for you to say, Jesse. Come on, now you're just, now you're just. You don't even sound like yourself anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just getting a little out of hand there. It's all right, Jess, but rein it in. Um, whereas I used to do a kamikaze comic reading session. Thank you. There it is. Where I'd finish twenty books in an hour, and now I spread twenty books over the course of two weeks. And you know, if I read two books a day. I take my time. I, re- I, I, you know, I really enjoy the panels for once. I study the art. It's not just about breezing through, you know, breezing through to get to the next issue anymore. And I find more than anything, I find that fucking I love comics and I, st- I still do. You know what I mean? And, th- and that's the truth. I mean, now that the big summer events seem to be over and that are hopefully gone for a while, uh, I think I am here to stay with comic book listening. What do you think about that, Jess? Man, I like comics. Like, especially with that one comic. What's his name? Archie. 
You know who that Archie got? Yeah, Archie, uh, Archie, Archie Reynolds. What's his name again? Archie Adams, I believe. They all have the, the onomatopoeia. Or not an onomatopoeia, excuse me, alliteration. Archie Adams, Jughead Jones. No, Veronica Lodge. No, 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 and Betty Cooper. So maybe the girls throw it off. Regardless, Archie, yes. I like that comic a lot. I know you do, Jesse. You told me your favorite is Midge, right? She's pretty lady, but I'm afraid of that moose guy. He gonna beat me up. Yes, he will, Jesse. He will. And they already have a gentleman of color in town. His name is Clayton, I believe. Or I, I really fucked that up, but I think his name is something like that. Or Clarence. He dated uh, that other lady. But regardless, yeah, Archie's a good book. Remember when he fought Punisher at the prom? He didn't fight him. He teamed up with him to find a drug dealer in Riverdale. You're right. I was testing you, Jesse. And you know what? You pass the test. And you know what? You win. You win a week of uh, going and chill. And we'll, we'll we'll do this again. How about how about same same bag to boarded time, same bag to boarded channel? How does that sound? That sounds like a can full of peaches dipped in ice cream. It sure does, Jesse. <laughs> It sure does. You know what, Jerome? Um, I have to say... Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. I always get that confused. I feel like I can call you Jerome because we're close. I have to say that, that the past ten minutes have, the, have been the most intelligent, insightful, and, and fairly gripping conversation I've had with you in the longest time. And I, I want to thank you, and I think our listeners want to thank you. Well, I just... I wasn't in my for own For opening head. yourself up. What do you mean you weren't in your own head? I'm not here. Where are you? I'm probably at work by now. What does that mean? I'm on my way to work. You're in your car? Yes. That's kind of freaky. So who was I talking to? Me. What? As you. you me? It's backwards. I'm playing the dude, <laughs> pretending to be a dude on his way to work, and on that note, I'm Matt Cohen. Jesse Rivers. And I'm Jesse Rivers. It's been bagged and bored, and it's been real. What? Say what? What? Up in smoke That's where my money goes In my lungs And sometimes up my nose When troubled times Begin to bother me I take a tote and all my cares go up in 